Clap your hands, let's go. To testify with me tonight. gentlemen this is my story wow what a powerful powerful performance that was this morning by Kane and David Leonard that was their uh rendition of an old hymn you know I think it's best when we can get old hymns and new uh age modern day style of doing music all together in one beautiful beautiful representation what a great Great song. Again, that is Kane and David Leonard, and the song is called Blessed Assurance. And that kind of, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? That kind of music, that kind of uh, start to a service or a start to the day, um, I, I, there's nothing better. That, that style of Christian music is absolutely my favorite. When you can take the old and the new, like the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you put them together, and you have simply perfection. Simply perfection. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, guys. Folks, we are, <laughs> here it is. What are we at? Episode number 61. We are on our way to 100 episodes here on Rise Up. What a wonderful opportunity we have every day. It's almost like church every day. What if church on Sunday was your church on Monday too. And now we got it. And we have it on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. And even last week, we had it on Saturday. Folks, we have about 707 people watching here on Rumble. If you've just joined in and you have forgotten to hit that little thumbs up button right about there. Hit that little thumbs up button. Make it green. If it's green, you've already hit it. You don't need to hit it again. And I want to give a big shout out to everybody watching on Roku and Fire Stick at LFA Space TV. Find us at Rumble at LFA TV. Of course, you can follow all of our other hosts as well here. And we're just growing. We're going to be adding weekend content soon. Sunday, Faith and Family Day. I'm telling you, it's LFA TV to the moon. And we're doing it with a God-centered structure and nothing. And I mean nothing can beat God because my hat says it. So it must be true. Amen? So, folks, I titled today's show The Battle Between You and Your Tongue. It's an age-old battle. It's a battle that you will have your entire 
human fleshly life. The battle with you and your tongue. Now, the Bible says that if you can tame your tongue, well, then anything is possible. And I agree. Taming your tongue is probably one of, if not the hardest things to ever do on earth. I'd like to give some shout outs if we can right now. So let's go ahead and pop up that rumble chat because we've got a bunch of God fearing, amazing, lovely people here. So let's go there. Now we're going to slow down this chat, enable slow chat. And then we're also going to show slow it down with the, uh, the cursor if needed. Love this show brings me so much closer to God says I am Sullivan. Jeremy, I can identify with your message this morning. I am a work in progress, says Laterer. Great and practical practical devotional, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Good morning, Jeremy. So glad you're home. I love you in this family. Thank you, Grammy love. Of course, we've got Annette, Mustache, and Bad Moon in the building. Majorva, how are you? Armilia says, this is LFA's story. Amen. Meemaw Becky is here. Pandy Max says, Marie in the house from OHIO. How you doing, girl? My mouth gets me in trouble all the time, said Cindy Lou Who. I got my Bible college course from the trumpet yesterday. I'm so excited. Woo! All right. Awesome. Awesome. The trumpet is great. I need to tame my tongue at times, says CQ. So do I. Gina says, Jeremy, listening with the kids, driving to school from Wyoming. Well, you know what, kids? If you're listening with your mom, uh, then let me just tell you, uh, pray for your mom before you leave today. Uh, hopefully she'll pray with you before you get out of the car and get into school. Be a good boy or a good girl. And always, 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 when you're at school, I tell my kids this every day, always look for somebody to help. Look for somebody to pick up. Look for somebody to put on a pedestal. Look for somebody to, do, to, to, to be a shoulder for them to cry on, okay? Um, we love you, Jeremy, in Brentwood, Tennessee, LL. B-58. Of course, you know, we got some LFA family down there in Tennessee now as well with Sean Farish and the great one and only Brennan as well. And GR Messick says, I have a problem with taming the tongue, but I'm trying every day to get better at it. Well, you know what? I am too. And today, maybe just today, this might be the show for all of us. So what I want to see is a record 1,500 people watching the show. We've never had that. We would have to double our um, live viewership as of right now. So I know a lot of you don't do it, but I'm asking you to do it today. Well, let's just see the difference if you all do it today. Just grab the link here. If you're watching on the app, press the share button and share it out to your Telegram and your Facebook and definitely your Facebook pages. And if you got Twitter and Getter and all them, do it as well. Okay? It takes a little bit of time, but when it's all said and done, you will have done your part to spread the gospel. And I think you should join in today. If I'm talking to you, join in today. Help us spread the gospel, not gossip. And let's go to the Lord in prayer now. If everybody could please bow your heads, close your eyes, unless you're driving a car, do not do that. But at least think of Jesus and think of the cross as we go to the Lord in prayer now on this day to help us better battle our tongues. Here we go, folks. Father God in heaven, you know our hearts more than than we know our own hearts. You know us better than anybody in the world. You know every hair on our head, you know every thought in our brain, and you know every desire of our heart. Lord, so many of us have been conditioned on this earth, in this flesh, to say things that we shouldn't say, and to say things at the wrong time. It's always not about what we say, Lord, but it's about when we say it as well. 
Lord, we pray for the, for you to be here with us today, for you to dwell with this LFA family today and help us understand how to tame our tongue a little bit more than we did yesterday. Help us understand that we don't always have to say what comes into our mind and help us understand that being facetious, which I am very often, and making light of bad situations and making jokes in tough times might not always be the right thing to do. Lord, you tell us that we should love our brothers and sisters as we want love from them. And we should sometimes maybe worry or think about who we might be offending or what we might be saying. Help us today, Lord, as we work through this gospel, as we work through the good news, as we work through these devotionals, to bring light to the fact that we need to tame our tongues and to help us achieve that. We can do this in Jesus' name because we know that Philippians 4.13 says, with him all things are possible. So we pray that today in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I think a lot of us have to work on this, don't you? I really do. I think a lot of us need to work on this. Happy birthday to RQ's daughter. What is RQ's daughter's name? We need to sing happy birthday to RQ's daughter. I don't just want to say happy birthday, RQ's daughter. I want to know her name so we can say her name. What's her name? I'm looking, I'm waiting, I'm watching. RQ, come on, where are you at? Where are you at? What's her name? I see Cowboy Farmer Homes in there. I see Major and Amanda Collins. How you doing, Amanda? Good, good to see you. The one I am is in the building. Tina Marie is here. Or Tina Marie Montoya, I should say. Well, we don't see RQ's daughter's name. So what we will do is we'll just give you the RQ daughter uh, title as we sing happy birthday. I'm waiting last minute, but I just don't see it. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, RQ's daughter. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Now, Bumblebee Patriot says, I'm way too sarcastic. Wife always says, too sarcastic all the time. I'm joking when I do it, but she takes it too seriously. I have that problem. I have that problem. And I will say a joke. Even If I got cancer today, I would joke about it. That's how much of a problem I have because it's my way of dealing with it. So as we're approaching 900 people, let's go to our first book, which is One Minute Prayer for Dads, okay? And I'm going to read from page 37. If you have this book, One Minute Prayer for Dads, please open to page 37 as we read from Complete Joy, which is taken from 1 John 1, 4. Again, 1 John 1, 4. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Yes, you got that rise up coffee. Rise up coffee, check. Field of greens, check. Exactly. Who's got it? Let me know in the comment section. Do you have your rise up coffee? I know I go off on a tangent sometimes, but rise up coffee, ladies and gentlemen. It is wonderful. Get it while it lasts. We're trying to sell out so we can get some uh, decaf. Anyway, let's go from 1 John 1 through 4 for complete joy. If fatherhood isn't a joy, then something is drastically wrong. If fatherhood is not a joy, then something is very, 
very wrong. Her name is Gwyn. Happy birthday, Gwyn. God bless you. If the lack of joy is due to temporary adversity, it will eventually pass. But if the joy has been long absent, then it's time to get proactive in finding renewed joy. Does anybody have a a relationship with your wife or your husband or your children, no matter what age they might be? where there has been a lack of joy or an absence of joy for an extended period of time? If so, I I think it would beg beg the question, is God a part of your lives? Not only your life, but the person that you are, that's in question in in the relationship. Because I I would wager that he's not. Because God brings joy by default. So I would wager that he's not part of your life or the relationship, I should say. Okay. In the, if the matter is spiritual, then we need to ask God for times of refreshing. If your job is robbing you of joy, you may have to consider a change in employment. Even if you have to take a cut in salary. I did that. If there's a conflict between you and your wife, the kids will pick up on this. If the conflict isn't easily resolved, then go for counseling. And I would and I would interject there, please let it be a Christian counselor, okay? There's no shame in getting help. A good licensed Christian counselor says is one of God's tools to get us back on track to our renewed joy. Lord, may my kids are a great source of joy. You are my true source source of joy. Your joy motivates me to do well in all pursuits, including fatherhood. When adverse situations rob me of joy, please remind me that you never change, and thus my access to joy never changes. It's a it's an it's a uh, it's a bottomless well. At such times, I need to take my eyes off the joy robbing situations. And look again to you. Thank you for my ce- for ceaseless joy, Father. I need it today. Folks, joy, if you have true joy, then you won't need, you won't f- have the desire to use your tongue to say things to lighten your or somebody else's situation. I'm not saying you can't joke. I'm not saying you have to be a stick in the mud, which I said in the, in the uh, verse of the day today. You can joke. You can still have your same personality. But it's almost like when I wasn't a Christian and I was afraid to become a Christian because I thought it would drastically change me, my personality. And I was right in some of that. It did drastically change me. But it didn't drastically change my personality. It just made my personality better. It made it more holy. Well, the same thing comes now. I'm a, I, I'm a holy man, but I still have a long way to go in when I choose to say certain things. And if I really do experience true joy, then I won't need to, to find a reason to interject things that I might not need to say that really have no bearing. Look, it says in the Bible, if what you say isn't furthering the kingdom of heaven or isn't bringing you know, light, light to a situation that might be heavy uh, with a God-centered way of saying it, then you don't need to say it at all. Now, that's going to be really hard for me. 
That's going to be really hard for me. But again, folks, we have to get better at this. Now, Katia76 says, I almost quit my job a week ago because things were getting to be too much. I had a meeting with my boss, and she apologized, and things have gotten better. Communication. Communication. You could have decided to use your tongue and talk behind your boss's back. You could have decided to use your ability to speak and talk about your uh, terrible situation of your job to other uh, employees, and it could have been a cancerous situation that just overflew or overflowed into uh, a, a disastrous uh, catastrophe. But instead, you chose to use your ability to speak and your tongue to have a conversation with somebody, to have dialogue with somebody, to kill the cancer before it spread. That's, you know, very, very similar to what I'm talking about. Absolutely, Jeremy. God made us unique. Once we were saved, God continues to refine us and sanctify us. And God doesn't want us to be robots. He wants us to have that laughing and loving personality. Okay? So I'm not trying to... I'm saying that we need to use our ability to tame our tongues for things that we don't absolutely need to say. Now, sometimes you, you are needed to lighten a situation and to tell a joke. But like I said, if I got cancer today and my wife was right next to me, and I got cancer today, I would say, oh, it's all right. I'll just look at it, just look at it as an excuse to beat it. I'm going to beat it one-on-one. Cancer ain't got nothing on me. But inside, I might be pretty, you know, devastated. It's just my way of dealing with it, you know? Uh, so, no respect, no respect, says the one I am, 100%. Majorva said, I've started asking God to give me the right words to speak and not judge or lash out when I'm angry. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part. Let's get to the Bible promise book for morning and evening, shall we? And we're going to read from Friendship. Now, I was reading a, um, a verse today that was talking about friendship. Now, I'm a blessed individual In more than one way, in more than two ways, in more than three ways. God has blessed me with health. God has taken the uh, dry skin that looked like skin cancer off of my face. Thank you. But God's given me a wonderful, healthy family, five healthy kids, a wonderful, strong marriage, a great job, decent income. And ladies and gentlemen, God has blessed me in ways that I could not I could not thank him for. But another way he's blessed me, God bless Isabel O'Reilly, ladies and gentlemen. Isabel O'Reilly is in the chat. And I love the fact that she's here getting the word of God because her and I are in very different journeys with our, our, our uh, relationship with Jesus because I'm in a lot older than she is. And when I was her age, I didn't even want anything to do with Jesus. So God has her here for a reason too. Now, another way that I'm blessed is I have two long-lasting friendships And not just friendships that I say, I know that person for 20 years. I'm talking about my friendship with my brother from another mother, producer Eli, and another friendship that I have with another friend of mine named Jim, Jimmy. Now, I've known Jimmy since I was 12, and I've known Eli since I was probably about 26. So, uh, long-time friendships. But these are friendships that if they call me and say, I need you, I need you right now at two in the morning. Get your stuff on. Come get me. I need you. I am, you know, they can tell me they're in California and I would get my clothes on and I'd drive to California and pick them up. 
You know what I mean? These are the kind of people you take bullets for if you need to. Well, I've been blessed. Now, this reading from Friendship, I just want to tell you that no matter how close of a friend, a lot of people don't even have friends that long or that close. But no matter how close of a friend you have, they are nothing compared to the friendship that you'll have with Jesus. Nothing. Nothing. I'd walk away from Eli tomorrow if it meant walking with Jesus, obviously. I'd walk away from my friendship with Jimmy. I'd walk away from my wife if it meant Jesus said, you need to come this way with me. Peter had to leave his family. All of the disciples had to leave their family and friends. We are to do the same thing. So the friendship that you have with Jesus is infinitely stronger, better, and deeper than the friendships you have with even your own spouse. Remember that. Luke 16, 9 tells us this. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal dwellings. And Job 2.11 says, three of Job's friends heard of all the trouble that had fallen on him. Each traveled from his own country and went together to Job to keep him company and comfort him. That is wonderful friendship. That is wonderful friendship. And I got to tell you, the friendship that we are all building here in this LFA family and the friendship that the LFA hosts uh, built during our time in DC, we wish Isabella was, had been there, grew very strong because God was at the center of it. We can become so wrapped up in, the ta- in our daily tasks we are trying to achieve that we forget that life is about people and relationships. God has put around us. We need each other as friends, as family, or even just passing acquaintances. In order to live successful lives, God measures his wealth in our souls. That should be our focus too. Lord, help me know when it's time to drop the task and run to the relationship. Amen. I'm going to tell, you know, I always have a a story to tell you guys, right? And like always, if I tell you a very personal story, story, it'll make me cry, which means it'll most likely make the rest of you cry. So I'm going to give you a disclaimer, a pre-warning that after we talk about our sponsor of the show, I'm going to talk to you about something that happened to me yesterday, because as we are not just here to talk about these devotionals, but also my journey with Jesus, um, it's a very powerful story, and, and I'm very honored to be able to um, to share it with you. And it happened yesterday, and uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. But first, but first, ladies and gentlemen, let's go and um, if we can, let's let's talk about our sponsor of the day today, and our sponsor for this show is the Trumpet Daily, folks. The Trumpet Daily. Now you heard one of our own family members right here in the show today, say that they, they, today they received their, their, their Bible study, their, their Bible curriculum that they're going to engage in from the Trumpet Daily. This is one of the reasons why I allowed them to be a sponsor of the show. And today we are cutting the first check from the sponsor, from the Trumpet Daily, to our Christian school, CCA, for the first installment of LFA TV's monthly um, monthly tithing uh, to our Christian school. 
And this is just the beginning. We have big plans for this. So if you guys want another news outlet that gives you news from a Bible-based perspective, from a godly walk with Jesus, well, then the Trumpet Daily and the Trumpet.com or the TrumpetDaily.com, all of that will get you there. Go there today. Sign up today. It's a wonderful publication. And you won't only get digital publication, but you'll also get um, physical publication okay digital and physical sign up today trumpetdaily.com trumpetdaily.com or trumpet.com but either way the link that you can easily quick click over is in the description of this video now i have to tell you a story so where do i begin <laughs> what, what do we have time for time left oh we have plenty of time it's only 9 30 okay ladies and gentlemen most of you do not know this. Some of you do. If I talk to you at CPAC, you probably know this. But a majority of you do not know this. So as you know, we started, uh, I started ranting in my driveway. That is how Live from America got started. I started ranting in my driveway, and I was a lot different of a person back then than I am now. And I was very rough around the edges. Excuse me, rough around the edges. We went from the driveway to my basement, or my back porch, I should say. We went from my back porch to the basement. We went from the basement to my son's room. We went from my son's room to another building where we had a wallpaper background, which you know what? It did the trick and I loved it. And we went from there to here. And naturally, as LFA TV grows and as our um, ambitions grow, sooner or later, we were going to have to leave this studio and move to another place. However, I did not want to continue to rent... Uh, a place, I much rather would have bought a place and had like a side apartment that we could rent out to traveling nurses because we live next to Dartmouth House Hospital and a whole bunch of other big uh, hospitals. And I was going to rent that out, short-term rental, to uh, visiting nurses, and we were going to try to get a loan. We've been in business now for a number of years, so the business has a you know credit. And we were going to try to get a loan as a business and buy a building. And we were going to have the, uh, the, the rental subsidize the payment to the bank so that we could actually save, you know, twelve dollars to $15,000 a year so we didn't have to pay for rent. Uh, so by, so we, went and looked to the, we went and looked at the building that we found. The building that we found was right here in the town that I live in. It had an apartment. It would have been perfect. The building was $274,000. It had plenty of room for not only growth in a bigger studio, uh, but a, uh, another like a studio for Eli that he could work out of, not just out in, in, right outside the studio here. And we would have had room to build smaller studio, a couple smaller studios to do other, other things. And it was perfect. And it was $274,000 loan. So we went and we brought, I mean, like I said, I've been very smart with all of the LFA TV's money, LFA Media's money, all of your money. I have never squandered your money. And we actually were in a position where we could have bought this building. So I went, we looked at it, I put in everything, and I, was, I had a good feeling about it. I had a very good feeling about it. While we were down at CPAC, I actually, and, and it had been like three weeks since we went and looked at this building. While we were down at CPAC, I, my phone was getting blown up by numbers that I didn't know, emails that I didn't know who they were from, and I had zero time to look at them. 
I was so busy down there. If you ask Paul and Gracia, he was down there. I was so busy working that I didn't even have time to look at anything. Some, by the grace of God, I got to see this one email that was from the bank. They said, you are approved by the grace of God. I didn't know how we were able to get it. It's not like we've been in business for a very long time. I've been working very, very hard to make sure that LFA TV has a future and that we don't have to go from place to place to place because they are selling the building we are in now. And I didn't want to have to go rent another building or rent another spot and then have the same thing happen a year from now. So I figured buying a building and facilitating a headquarters would probably be the smartest thing to do. Moving on. I finally, we were down there and boom, we were approved. We got approved for the loan. I was so incredibly happy, but I could not celebrate and I could not do anything but thank God that we got the loan because I was too busy. When I reached out to the bank later on that day, when I ran away from the booth for five seconds, I called and I said, hey, thank you very much. It's not Bank of America. No, it's a local bank here. It's actually an independent bank. I don't deal with those big ones. I called him and he said, you're approved. I said, that's incredible. I, he goes, would you, like your, um, would you like your approval letter now? And I said, I'm down in D.C. I can't even think about anything right now. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Monday when I come back, I'll reach out to you, send me the approval letter, and I'll get it over to the uh, real estate company and we'll get it moving. Great. So I got back yesterday. Everything in the world went wrong that could have gone wrong. And I didn't even have time to talk to the man much, but he did send the approval letter. I sent it over to the real estate company. The real estate company called uh, the guy that was going to sell the building. And he said, you are 18 hours late. 18 hours ago, they accepted an offer. And I said, oh, and he said, where were you? And I said, I was in D.C. And he said, we tried to reach out to you on March 2nd. When I was in D.C., we tried to reach out to you to give you the opportunity. I had already been approved, and I didn't know it. So it was devastating. I found that out 10 minutes before I went live last night at 5 p.m. So the day started yesterday with me slipping on ice, falling on my ribs, and really, really, really hurting myself, and it ended with a kick in the gut. And it hurt. It hurt real bad, actually. Because it wasn't anybody's fault but my own. It was my fault that I was not on top of the messages that were coming in. So when you guys get mad at me for not answering emails, don't get upset. Because I can't even answer stuff that's that, you know, that's that in need for me to answer. So I got really upset last night. Now, Eli was the first one to tell me, God, it was not in the plans for you. And I was stubborn, and I said, no, it was in the plans for us because we got approved, and it was my own fault. It was the perfect building. I was very upset. So when I got off the show last night, Eli continued to try to tell me that everything's going to be okay. He says, how many times do you tell the audience that it's God's plan not to worry about it. How many times do I hear you saying that, he said? Don't worry about it. And I said, yeah, maybe you're right. But in my heart and in my stomach, I was upset. 
The next thing that happened is going to blow your mind. Now, I would have had to come up with about $25,000 for the down payment of this, which we could have probably done because my wife and I have a little piece of land that we were going to put up as collateral so we wouldn't have to pay so much money. And we, could have, and we could have easily done that. They said they would have taken the land for collateral. But on my way home, I got a message. And the message was from Eli's wife. Now, she didn't know any of this happened or anything like that. Eli just found out it happened. And Eli's drive is about 20 minutes home. Mine's about two minutes. So by the time I got that message, Eli wasn't even a few miles down the road. So there's no way, you know, he could have said, hey, you know, Jeremy's feeling bad. And then she said, well, I'm going to send him this. No, no, it didn't happen like that. I want to. uh, Give me a second here if you can. I'm going to email myself something because I want to pull it up on the big screen for you. Okay. I just emailed myself something and I'm going to pull it up on the big screen here for you. So give me one second. I got this email from, from Eli's wife last night. And do you know that I could not think about the house the rest of the night? This is what was sent to me. I want to read to you what she wrote. Hey, brother. This is, this is Eli's wife. Trying to help my friend Anthony's daughter win this bike. She is handicapped. And this is the link for it. For to help donate to it. But the problem is that if you donate to it, it still doesn't ensure that she gets the bike. What it does is it enters her in for a a drawing. It enters her in for a drawing to win the bike. I want to read this for you if I can. Sadie loves to be outdoors. She likes to keep up with her siblings and do whatever they're doing. She'd be happy to ride a bike with her family. Sadie could ride her bike to our local playground and make new friends on her bike. Sadie has been through so much for her young age. She brings joy and happiness to everybody that she meets. This is Sadie. This is Sadie.
This is the bike that she needs. It's called the Adaptive Bike Riften Adaptive Tricycle. Then I scrolled down a little further. And I saw this. All these kids want to win this bike. And there's a leaderboard here for voting so that they can win this bike. All of them don't get the bike, though. Now, what they're trying to do is to try and raise 2100 The bike actually costs $3,000. But if they raise this $2,100, they are not guaranteed to get the bike. What they'll do is they'll be put on some kind of a list for future drawings. And I don't want them to have to rely on a future drawing or even this drawing. I want her to have the bike. So when I thought of this throughout the evening, number one, I was thinking, how could I be so selfish to be so upset over not getting a building when I'm already going 150 miles an hour, I can't even keep up anyway. And there's little girls out there like this that I could help a lot better or a lot easier than going and buying a new building. So as I sat and talked to my wife about this last night, I decided... And instead of buying and putting down $25,000 for us to come up with for this house, even though we've done very really well at saving for that reason, that we were going to use that money. This is, this is money that was going to be used for the business to grow that way, but I think we should use this money in ways like this to help grow the kingdom of God And not so we just grow the kingdom of LFA TV. So we made the decision last night to buy the bike. So that they don't even have to raise money or try to get into the drawing and wonder if they're going to get it or wonder if they're not. No little girl should have to do that. So long story short, I'm very happy now that I missed that window. I'm very happy that God had me too busy to make the offer and get the building. I'm very happy because I know that Eli was right. And I know that God used Eli's wife To help me understand that last night. So we're going to reach out to Sadie's parents today. She lives around this area. And we're going to get her the bike. Now I don't tell you guys these stories. For attention. I don't want you to think that. 
I tell you these stories because this is my life. And Rise Up is a part of my life with all of you. So, just know there's always more going on in everybody's life than you know. And behind the scenes, there's a lot going on here at LFA TV that you don't get to see every day. And do you know how many people are in the Slurp Fund in the chat right now that need help too? And here I am trying to buy a building, trying to further LFA TV and not further the kingdom of God. I just felt super guilty last night. And God convicted me. The Lord convicted me of that last night and said, here you go. Thinking of thinking selfishly. And the last thing I ever want to do is think selfishly. I don't want anything over somebody else. So ladies and gentlemen, little Sadie's going to get her bike. She's going to be able to ride with her, her brothers and sisters. She's going to be able to ride with her mom and her dad. And they're going to be able to go to the park together. And they're going to be able to have so much fun. And that, to me, is worth 10 times more than buying a building. So I hope you can take that story today and that message and have it help you in some way to understand that just because things don't go the way you want them to go, doesn't mean that it's not the way they're supposed to go. I'd like to bring up the Rumble chat, if we can. So many people are donating, and I didn't say, by the way, guys, I know you guys are just helping. I didn't say that for you guys to donate, and I know you guys don't know that, but I feel like I have to say that. $20 from Majorva for Sadie's bike. Tim... D11, $25. MD Norton, Dr. Sauce. Let's get that girl this bike. Amen. Melissa Steffi for the bike. Halloween for the bike. Look at all this. CQ for the bike. Hexlean for the bike. Thank you. Clee Sully. LaRox. And all of you who are praying too. Maybe you don't have the money to donate. Pray. Pray that everything's going to be okay. Okay? Cowboy. Thank you very much. Barbara Peters, thank you. LaRock, thank you. Miss Mocha Power, God bless you. Look at all of this, folks. <laughs> this family is so special. It really is. Amen, brother. Very kind of you. Well, no, very, very kind of God. <laughs> very kind of God. To use people the right way. We are family. We shouldn't have to say that. I know. I know. I know. Look at all of Look at the love coming in. We all have learned a great lesson from this. We are also blessed from Shannon Martinez in Michigan. Thank you to all the donors for helping. We're going to get that girl that bike. Whoa, $500 from RJ Cat. Thank you very, very much. Victoria, it was great meeting you. Thank you very much for the $10. I feel so much better now. 
I feel so much better now. Don't you? That story went like this, didn't it? <laughs> oh, man. That was my night. That was my night last night after work. So when you get to those situations, when you get to those situations, folks, and God's convicting you like that, you feel so low. You feel like, why did I think like that? I'm much happier helping her than I would be helping this company. We're fine. God will open up another door another time. If they sell this building, guess what? I'll go back to my basement. It's not about where we do the show. It's about that we do the show. Everybody give some shout out to Ryan Mata. Ryan Mata was, uh, he's in the show. He's in the uh, chat right now. He was the one helping Heather Mullins co-host down there. He's going to become a part of LFA here very shortly. Everybody give some shout out to Ryan. Uh, let's, let's, uh, move on ladies and gentlemen, as it's nine 50, I want to go to the verse of the day today. I want to make sure that I'm not cutting into everybody's time. Like I always do. But again, folks, I just, I really needed to tell you guys that story this morning. It was very, uh, it was very close to me. It was a very personal story. And, uh, the money just keeps coming in for the bike. I don't even know where we're at. I don't even know everybody who's donated. I'm going to have to go back and, and look after the shows. Pointless to put on mascara before rise up. I know. Osborne, just pray. Don't worry about that you can't donate. The people that are donating, they 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 can because they can. Pray. Can I just ask for prayers from everybody? For her and for the other kids. Look at all those other kids, folks. I mean, maybe we can buy two bikes. I don't know. But if you go. I'm going to put the um I'm going to put the link in this chat right now. And you guys can go on there and what you can do is you can watch the videos from all the kids because all the stories are heartwarming. I wish I could buy everybody a bike. There it is. I just put the link and I'm going to put it in again just so you guys have it. I just put the link in if you want to scroll back, copy the link and then use it. You can go read and you can pray and you can and vote. Please vote, vote, vote. Vote for everybody. Vote for everybody. I want all the kids to get a bike. Let's bring Christmas in March, folks, for these children. The battle between you and your tongue. I'm so happy to be back doing the verse of the day from home with all of you. God has really showed me a lot of things about myself and life this past week. And he's really starting to convict me of all of my wrongdoing. Namely, my tongue. Saying things just to say things. I'm sure you've been there. Today, we will talk about it. And we'll see what we can do, what we can do better. I want to thank you all for supporting our work from the beginning. Most people at CPAC were just introduced to us. But you guys have been there since the beginning. And I know God has great and wonderful things in store for this LFA family. The battle between you and your tongue. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. Proverbs 18, 20 and 21. From the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it 
will eat its fruits. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, folks. Incredible. Let's go to the Rumble chat one more time here before we leave. We are so close to 50,000 subscribers. I know. I know we're so close. We only need 1,100 more. So if you do not have a Rumble profile, please build one. It takes no time to build it. And you can Rumble. You can like the video. You can Rumble rant. You can talk to us in the chat. But if you can't, then just continue leaving comments in the lower section, and we'll try to get to them. God will make a way when there seems to be no way says Osborne. He always does. He always, always does. All right, folks, I'm going to take you out the same way that we brought you in with a little bit of Kane and David Leonard. I always love this kind of music to start and finish every show. So ladies and gentlemen, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. I will see you at 11 a.m., but coming up next is Sean Farish and something that I did wrong last night is Will Johnson now has a show here every day. And Will Johnson, I do now no longer end the day with Jeremy Harrell. You now end the day with Will Johnson and his show, Culture Wars. So after 5 p.m. today, there is now a 6 p.m. show at LFA TV. We've just taken up that much more of your time. So at the end of every Live from America, 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Thursday, uh, at the end of every 5 p.m. show, there's now a 6 p.m. show, Will Johnson and Culture Wars. And on Fridays, when I don't do a show, he just bumps back an hour, and he's at 5 Eastern. So Monday through Thursday, Culture Wars, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We're so glad that Will is here. We're so glad that he came on to the network. We love Will. God bless each and every one of you. Sean Farish, Ungoverned, coming up next, followed by yours truly, live from America. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for listening to my story. Thank you for your donations, and we'll keep you updated on the bike. God bless you. Have a great morning. Enjoy your Rise Up Coffee as we close out the show. Peace out.